Discover FX's Shogun, the official podcast available now. Every legend begins with a story. Listen and explore episode by episode the story of war, passion, and power set in feudal Japan. Join host Emily Yoshida each week with the creators, cast, and crew in this exclusive companion podcast. They dive deep into the twists and turns of the plot, go behind the scenes, and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor. Featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide are you ready to move your career forward make your comeback with purdue global and get college credit for your work school life or military experiences with these credits you may have already completed up to 75 percent of your undergraduate degree you've worked hard to get where you are it's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of one that employers will trust and respect when you take the next step in your life and career make it count with purdue global purdue's online university for working adults start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Matt. And I'm Ben. And as always, we are here with our super producer, Noel All Hallows Brown. Hello, everybody. But you know what, Matt? I guess, uh, and, and Noel, I guess, should, should we still call you Super Producer? Did, yeah, I mean, I've grown kind of fond of the nickname, I suppose. That's what, that's how I introduce myself at parties. Yeah. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> no, that's great. People do tend to look at me kind of funny when I do it, but, well, whatever. I would do own. it if I didn't think I would get busted. Matt, you could do it. We need to get some t-shirts made up that you can wear around. We should. And while we're doing that, most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, you are here. Now, you heard Noel at the top, and he offered you the choice we offer at the beginning of every show, to turn back now or learn the the stuff stuff they don't want you to to know. know. Now, if you're hearing this on the day it comes out, you're hearing it right before Halloween, the day before Halloween. Right. This is our favorite holiday on the show, and each year we try to do something a little special. So what have we talked about before, guys? We talked about the origin of Halloween, uh, the origins of, of Samhain, which I famously mispronounced as Samhain. Well, it's spelled Samhain, so maybe next time they should check how they spell. But these were early days, you know. <laughs> these were early days. Uh, we looked into other stuff, too, like spooky urban legends. Yeah, we've gotten some, some great letters in. We've read uh, a couple spooky stories before 
Right, that is what we refer to them as spooky stories. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, they can be true. They can be made up. They, I don't know. Some You never really know with these things. Right. Or, which is probably the most interesting place for them to be for me, they can be somewhere in between. Yeah, that's a great point, Noel, because that, that's the nature of a story, right? Uh, whether fiction or fact, a story is inevitably about something that is true. Sure. I mean, and that's kind of scary in and of itself. I mean, that seed of truth that like, you know, you kind of like you feel yourself reaching for in a good scary story. It's like, you know, where does that come from? Oh, yeah. Somebody had to think of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and that's a scary thing, especially today, listeners, as you'll see. So before, as uh, Matt had mentioned, we'd ask people to give us the spookiest of stories and we received so, so many. Yeah. Like a ton we we get them all the time. Mm-hmm. So basically, what I'm saying is, stop sending us spooky stories because we can't handle it, man. Don't, I'm just don't, I'm terrified don't, at no, my desk. No, no, no. I'm so scared. Don't listen to Matt. Yeah, don't, you're panicking, man. It's good. Well, it's fine. It's send fine. send all the things. Yeah. Okay. We might not be able to do them all. Right. It might take a decade right. or more because <laughs> we typically only do about one or two of these a year, and you know it, it, they're pretty intense. To and we produce. we generally, I was gonna say, we generally do that on your behalf. Well, it's worth it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, one of these that was sent in, it was sent to us, gosh, I don't even know. When did we get this? It was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the year, but it was years back. Yeah, I, th- I feel like it was even before I was around, you know, in any capacity. That is, I think it is before you worked here. But anyway, uh, this the story that we got sent to us was so creepy, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we were honestly a little nervous about even reading it. Right. Yeah. When we first received this, uh, we didn't really know how to handle it or if we should. So here's here's the pickle, folks. Here's the dilemma to uh, the points that we were making earlier. We don't know whether this story – I mean this email, I mean, is fact or fiction. So we've had stories before where people are clearly you know, sending us a, a short horror story and mm-hmm. that's great. You know, and there are great reads. And then we've sent, we've had people sending us true stories about something strange or paranormal that happened to them. The listener who sent this in asked not to be identified and was serious enough about it. Uh, you'll see why soon that that we sat on it for years. And today we're going to do it. And I mean, obviously, we're going to take a little creative license with this. We have a lot of fun putting these stories together and doing sound design and kind of making it sort of like a radio play. Yes. Um, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think we maybe changed a few things in, the, in that what we – just like names yeah, and stuff. I think yeah, I think we definitely uh, changed – let's say we changed the names to protect the innocent or guilty. <laughs> Those are right. Yes, yeah, we indeed. changed some names. And uh, we're going to – we're just going to read it to you guys in full with some uh, sound design and some uh, help from our co-workers, Casey Pegram and Lauren Vogelbaum will be guest starring in this episode – to uh, help us make it a do do a little more justice to it, kind of flesh it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and again, we're not going to make any judgment calls, at least from our end, on the contents of this story, uh, because it is just that is a story. I mean, I might. Well, <laughs> right at okay. the end, you know, I don't know. I can't yeah. say. I haven't, you know. I mean, I haven't heard it yet. Oh, well, really? You haven't read this yet? No, no. no. We'll go into the uh, let, yeah. Let's hang out a little bit at the end after this strange journey we're about to take, but. Uh, 
No, you know, no judgment on my part, at least. Well, you guys are so non-judgmental. I mean, that's the beauty of this. <laughs> uh, sure. You say that. Uh, so, hey, Noel, now that you're officially a co-host, uh, do you want to do the honors? Which honors would those be, Ben? Do, do you want to start the letter? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Thanks, come on. Thanks, man, dude. Yeah, come on. I'd love to. All right. I'd love to. Here we go. So, <clears throat> Hey guys, big fan of the show. I appreciate what you're doing, and though I know you get irritated when you hear this, I have to say you are not the typical conspiracy theorist. That's very kind. I listen to a lot of How Stuff Works shows, but this is the first time I've ever written in. Stuff You Should Know asks for Halloween stories, but they're looking for fictional stuff. Don't get me wrong, it's good, but you guys sounded like you wanted to hear something real. Hmm, okay. So, I'm just going to write this out, settle in for a long story. You don't have to read the whole thing. I'm sure you guys are busy, but if you do read it on air, please don't use my name or my email. I'll try to keep the details vague because this may have been in the news, mm. and I don't want to think about it anymore. Hmm. Well, so maybe this will help. Either way, it's just important for me to get this out to someone. I live in a different city now, but when I was just out of college, I, I moved, moved into, into my, my first apartment. apartment. I, it was off campus, probably paying too much, even with my roommate. And we moved into one of those semi-big apartment complexes, you know, the run-down ones. We still had massive student loans, and we were worried we wouldn't pass the credit check. But the deal was just too good to pass up, and, and honestly, we were both kind of desperate. The property manager let us move in early. Looking back, I, I guess they were pretty desperate to rent it out. The whole complex was old and kind of going downhill, you know? So we moved in about a, a week and a half before the first month of our lease. There was still some old furniture around from what I assumed was the previous tenants. One of those old Lazy Boy recliners, a, a microwave that didn't work. One of those little wire shower hangers for shampoo or whatever still hanging from the shower head. An old table by the door, you know, stuff like that. It wasn't filthy, but it didn't look completely clean either. There's this faint odor of mildew spider webs in the corners my room was the smallest one uh, it only had one outlet it was behind this little bedside stand and the stand had a drawer so on the first night we got all of our stuff moved in and we had pizza and some beers and we, we went to our rooms to organize all our stuff uh, well I jerked the nightstand away from the wall because I wanted to set up my computer I was kind of drunk I guess because it was lighter than I expected and it, it fell on top of me before looking at all the stuff that spilled out of the drawer, mostly junk, little scraps of paper with notes on them, a girl's handwriting, I thought. Key rings, some necklaces, all those little things that people put in drawers because they want to forget about them instead of throwing them away. And a thumb drive. I picked it up and looked at it, thinking maybe whoever owned it would have, you know, put their name on it or something. I, I don't know. But no dice. It was super old, though. 128 megs. It might have even been less. It's one of the old ones with a little slide that retracts to expose the USB plug. And the thing was, it was all scratched up. I fired it up on my PC, popped the drive in, and there were a bunch of audio files. I clicked on one at random, and I, I, I could hear this girl's voice. I wish I hadn't clicked on it. But let's start there. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Oh my god, Mom, so the weirdest thing happened today. So remember how our cable's been so stupid the past month? The building finally sent someone over to fix it because apparently it's the building's fault and not the cable company. A faulty wiring or something. I get out of class and rush home in a hurry to get dressed for work. But right as I'm opening the door, I hear someone in the house. Of course I think it's Hannah, so I'm all like, hey, sh- uh, Sorry, Mom, that's just how we talk to each other. It's not a mean thing. When all of a sudden there's this guy leaning around the corner down the hallway. He's in our bathroom. Who the hell are you, I say? Oh, uh, sorry. And he says in this weird voice, uh, Maintenance. Building sent me over to check wires. The cable wires, I say? Yes, uh, for internet. He walks out, and I'm still by the front door, you know, keeping it open just in case the guy's a creeper. Like, I know he's not, but he's a strange man in my house, and I've seen SVU before. And he goes over to the cable modem by the TV, and I see he's got some tools out, and he's scooted the TV stand to get at the outlet. So I'm thinking, okay, 
calm down. He's just doing his job. People have to use the bathroom, right? And I heard horror stories before about how Swedish... Sorry, Mom, that's just the word. How Swedish apartments can be with fixing stuff. So it's good, right? Are you okay, I ask? Need me to do anything? No. He just sort of grunts, and I see he's leaned over on his side. He must have unscrewed the outlet or something, because he's fiddling with the wall and something in there. Okay, I say, just let me know if you need anything. And I go to my room and get changed. I, you know, I wanted to shower, but I didn't really feel cool doing that with a stranger there. And I get my stuff. And while I'm in my room, I hear him shout something. <laughs> and I freak out just a little. So I come back out all like, you okay? And he says, Old building, uh, bad wires, uh, to come back with new parts. Are you coming back tomorrow, I ask? I mean, it's getting late and he's packing up his stuff and screwing back on the outlet. Uh, when parts come. Do you know when that will be, I ask? You know, meaning when I should expect to see this guy in my house again? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, well, the sooner the better, I guess. And I'm in a hurry. I'm already late for work, so I just thank him and leave. She talks about her folks and her boyfriend, her job. Anyway, I'll skip to the next one. It was a few days later. Hey, Mom, I tried to call earlier but couldn't get through. The maintenance guy finally came back while I was in the shower. When I got out, I heard a noise, uh, thumping around, you know? It wasn't Hannah because her classes go until almost 7 p.m. most days. Hello, I said. I hear the same guy. Maintenance. I went straight to my room and got dressed and stayed there for a long time, hearing him outside in the living room. I didn't want to just walk out there, you know? I was mad at him for being there. I'm sure he heard the shower, but I feel stupid for thinking that, too, you know? Like, like what's he supposed to do? Knock on the bathroom door? That's more creepy. He's just some old foreign guy trying to do whatever. And, of course, I'd love to watch Lost at our house instead of going over to Chris's. Oh, remind me to tell you about that, too. Anyway, I'm in the room long enough for my hair to be mostly dry, and it sounds like the guy is still out there, so I I calm down and think, I'm not going to hide in my own house. So I go out into the living room, and he's still there. But he's not working on anything. He's just sort of lying on the ground, looking up like he was waiting for me. Watch out for the spiders. What? Oh, you know, the spiders. They're everywhere. You were scared of them since that August in summer camp when an egg hatched in your bed and they swarmed. You were right to be scared. I remember you now. Mom, I don't know how he would know any of that or why he would say it. Maybe my roommate told him? Excuse me, I say, but what is your name? Alex. Alexiashenko. Well, get out. Cable isn't fixed. I don't care. Come back when we're not here. And he grins and stands up, taking his tool bag, and it's all grubby and stained, but it didn't leave any marks on the carpet. He fishes out a business card and leaves it on a table beside the door. Here is my number. Uh, Leave a message I will come to fix when you are out at school or work. Early is okay? I just stand there fuming, and finally he leaves. I try to call Hannah, but she's not answering. It's weird having a roommate. I feel like I haven't seen her in days. I try to call her again. I'm just hearing the phone ring and ring without an answer, and then I hear something else, like a like a faint buzz, like a phone vibrating. She's always losing things, so I'm relieved. I call again, and I hold the phone down by my side as I walk around the living room searching for the vibration. It's behind the TV, near the modem and the cable jack. I move the TV stand and, well, there's her phone, right where this Alex guy was. 
calm down, I'm thinking, even though I totally feel a panic attack coming on. Just calm. She could have dropped it, maybe. So I bend over to pick it up, and I see a little piece of red lace sticking out from under the stand, like like stuffed under. So I pull it out. Mom, it was a pair of Hannah's panties. Should... Maybe they just got tossed back there. Should I call the police? Here's the last part. The next evening. Mom, I wish you would answer the phone. I called the police, but they said there wasn't really a crime, so so I'm just putting this recorder on. I don't want to sound crazy, I don't, but just in case, you know? Just in case. Okay, so I'm calling the property manager. Overlook Apartments. Uh, hey, this is Stacy in room 237. I'm, I'm calling about the maintenance man. Do you have an appointment? He's been trying to fix my cable for like a week. All right, let me check it out on this end. 237, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't see it in our records anywhere. You're kidding. No, uh, we usually have a file for each one, so... Do you remember he spoke to? Was it Jose or Paul or something? Um, it was, like, Alex, uh, Alex as Shank something, a foreign guy. I'm sorry, who, who did you say? Alex A something? Alexi and Shanko? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's not possible. Does he not work here? <sighs> yeah, he did. My first year I started here, and then he died. So, do you mind explaining what you're talking about? Maintenance. That's the last file. That's how it ends. Her story, at least. I called the police to see if there were any reports for this unit, but they came up with nothing. I tried to Google it, but I, I couldn't find much. But what I did find disturbed me. Our town really did have a maintenance man named Ashenko. He'd been linked to several disappearances of college-aged girls in the area, and even in another state. When investigators found the body, they ruled his death a suicide. But it makes me wonder, what if someone else got to him before the police? A A parent, maybe? I left a message with the property manager before I went to work that night. And when I came back the next morning, nothing was moved in my apartment. My roommate was out of town, but the thumb drive was gone. And that's the end. And that is how the email ends. Yeah, just like that. Just say, hey, yeah, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noel and Matt, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to make such a such an, a fantastic adaptation of this story. Now, the show is not over, even though that story is over. What we're going to do now is maybe read a little listener mail, but we're going to – I think the three of us should talk about this story a little bit. And I, I just want to hear your opinions because we haven't really talked off air. Sure. But before, well, yeah, we've yeah. talked off air about this a lot, but not – 
with our super producer, Awesome Town, Noel Brown. Right, right. Oh, did you like that? <laughs> awesome Town, Noel Brown. <laughs> I feel like— I'm going to start introducing myself like that at parties now. <laughs> it's the intros are going to start taking so long. I go to so parties, long. you guys. I, go, I, go, I get invited to parties. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like pretty okay. soon you're going to spend three minutes of introduction for every—you know how when royalty is introduced— yeah. <laughs> yeah, you titles. have to get a friend to announce King of you. the Andals and all that. Right, you know? first of his name. Yeah. Presenting yes. Awesome Town, Noel Brown. That'd be good. Oh, that does sound good. You I, have need, I need, I need a, a minstrel to follow me around and unroll a red carpet in front of me <laughs> everywhere I go while singing my praises on the lute. <gasps> They'd need to walk in front of you backwards. That would be it. We yeah, need I, two I, we'll, people. We'll, we'll sort out the logistics later. <laughs> we'll sort right. out the logistics later. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsor. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. What do you think about this email, you guys? I don't know. Like, I'm, uh, I thought it was very inter- entertaining. It was definitely creepy. Kind of made me think yeah. of uh, one of those uh, creepy pastas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, that's exactly. I, I felt. Right. I don't know. I, you know how I am, guys. I, I read into it like, oh man, I can see this. Mm-hmm. I could see this happening, but. I don't know, maybe it's just the way that we present it, because we did it with characters, sure. it feels yeah. like a story, Yeah. but yeah. when it's written down on paper, right. and you're just reading this Like this I said at the top, writing, I mean, we took some, we took some, some libertés. Yeah, yes, sure, but, but okay. For, but point, getting the, yeah. I just want to say, getting, sure. the, getting the story and just reading it cold was a completely different situation. Different experience, yeah. yeah. Well, there's some questions for me, uh, why... Would someone, because it's not clear about what year mm-hmm. this happens in, so why would someone save audio files on a thumb drive that well, size? That was my first thought. Like when I was reading through it um, for this, you know, to do to do the story like that, is I just I felt like there was some cool conspiracy element that was missing. Like, why are they on the thumb drive? Like, who who put them on the thumb drive? Why right. is the thumb drive important? Well, you she know? was going to send them to her mom because, you know, maybe mm. the files were too large for AOL. Maybe. And, and we That's did. True. We, we should. 28 megs. Yeah. We should be clear. Some of the stuff we changed, uh, we, we censored some people's names, mm-hmm. but also for the the maintenance man that uh, is mentioned in the in the audio file, uh, we just used an entirely different name. Yes, uh, because you know we looked into between the time when we first got this email and the time that we decided to adapt it for today's show, uh, we looked around and not only are there cases of this kind of violence mm-hmm. or a you know a criminal maintenance worker but there there there's much more than one I mean I guess it makes sense that in terms of someone having access you know to college aged girls and being what would one would consider a safe person to have around and mm-hmm. wouldn't think twice about you know letting them into their apartment it certainly seems like it could be a pretty good you know killing ground for someone that was allowed to do harm in that way mm-hmm. so yeah. I w- i'm not surprised that you found tell tell what did you what did you find i didn't look into this as much as you did so the most recent example would be in april of 2015 and we know that had to be completely unrelated to this if it if it is uh, real or based in some kind of truth, because in April of 2015, a 56-year-old former maintenance worker was fired from a complex, but he retained keys and he kept showing up as though he did work there. And he had been Yikes. sort of let, lecherously. It's got, got, yeah. uh, got a little shiver there. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. He had been lecherously sort of stalking 
uh, this 27-year-old student who lived there, and they had been trying to talk to her on the internet and stuff. Uh, this was over near Drexel University. And uh, he, she came into the apartment on her phone with her mother, and he was laying in wait. So he attacked her and, you know, assaulted and, and killed her. And he, and, yeah. Uh, his name is James Harris. Uh, he definitely was, not a ghost. Definitely not, not a, a ghost. ghost. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he was um, waiting for about 30 minutes. Um, he also he had a long list of priors, including voluntary manslaughter mm-hmm. of his father. So the the problem with this is, um, I, I believe he may have been a handyman, but the um, the problem with this kind of thing is just like what you're talking about, Noel, is that people have access to people have access to someone's private uh, private domicile, mm-hmm. I guess, to be fancy about it, and part of it comes from this massive psychological conditioning that we all experience it which is uh you know if you see someone dressed as a doctor uh matt you and i like we did this video where you just wear a white coat and walk around and completely changes perception right right. you see someone with a tie or a blazer which is you know advantageous because you think oh they're doing something important right Mm -hmm. you know and i mean you know, it's one of these things, too, where you assume that these folks have been vetted, you know, like someone right. that's coming into your home to fix your cable or that works for an apartment complex is just going to come and, you know, fix your toilet or something. You don't think twice about it. You don't think to ask the person their name and do a personal background check on these people. You you trust that the people in charge have already done that. Right. And clearly that's not always the case for many reasons, whether, you know, people are trying to get cheap labor mm-hmm. you know, and uh, give a pass to some – Things in the past, perhaps, you know, and uh, yeah. uh, hire someone on despite them having some criminal past and pay them less. You never know. I mean, right, there are all kinds right. of things like that that could happen. But what, what the reason I said it gave me shivers when you told me that story was because, you know, we were talking at the top of the podcast about the seed of truth, like in, in at the heart of like a fictional story. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, guys, and say that our anonymous email friend is – likely, you know, spinning a little yarn for us here. And it was very well done and I really enjoyed it. I mean, I can't say that for sure because, you know, we don't know. But um, I feel like at the heart of that story is this vulnerability that we're talking about here and this idea that you're not always safe and that the people who present themselves as safe are not always what they appear to be. I'm not saying that they're necessarily murderous ghosts, mm-hmm. but you know, there is that's that's what good stories are rooted in is like is reality is you know this fear of uh, being vulnerable in that way. And so that's what gave me chills when you described that case because it was obviously very similar too, but you know, we all have mm-hmm. that. We all are probably too trusting and there's a very fine line between being too trusting and being a sucker and putting yourself out there in a place you know, to a point where you're you're not safe, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I definitely get that feeling now when my wife and son are at home and there's a maintenance person coming over or someone who's going to work on plumbing and I just don't know. And I, you know, I hate to live that way to think, well, what if this happens? But if I don't. 
something well, does happen. And not to mention uh, if you'd actually been victimized in that way before. Yeah. You know, I um, – the closest I've come to anything like that was I, I got rushed by a, a dude in a, in a subway station in New York when I was about to catch a train. It was really late at night and I was loaded down with a bunch of camera gear and like a big jacket and it was really cold. And I was with a friend who was, you know, quite a few paces back and this guy, you know, rushed me, uh, looked like he was going to – Try to take me down and rob mm-hmm. me. Didn't end up happening. Never laid a hand on me. My friend walked up and it kind of spooked him and he ran away. But just that amount of almost being victimized freaked me out to no end. So mm-hmm. I cannot imagine what it would do for my worldview if something horrible happened where I was taken advantage of in such a way. Yeah. I don't think I would be able to look at things the same way ever again. And so. that, that subversion of authority figures is such a – it's such a powerful thing because authority figures are such a – powerful thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference between a person and a position in society is often just the clothing they appear to wear. Totally. It's a little bit of a deep cut. When I was a kid, one of the first books that really scared me as a child, and it sounds so stupid now, it's a children's book called Miss Nelson is Missing. And in Miss Nelson's Missing, these kids had this really nice mousy teacher no one respected her and so one day she's gone and she's replaced by this substitute who's in like what looks like corpse face paint and is absolutely utter evil it's a children's book mm-hmm. so she's not like eating the kids or I remember this. you know wearing their skin or anything but that's how i felt the same way and and the most terrifying thing about that kind of stuff is that big I guess I wasn't – I wish I was smart enough as a kid to think of this. The most terrifying thing was that for the rest of the school, it was normal even though she was replaced by this monster. Spoiler alert for everyone who <laughs> might be about to spend the 12 bucks or whatever to check out this book. Uh, it turns out that Miss Nelson was teaching them a lesson and she's just pretending mm-hmm. to be a monster. So it's all OK at the end. Sort of like you didn't know how good you had it, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Which is totally – you know, it's very similar if you think about it to someone uh, feeling unappreciated when they're dating and then disappearing and coming back in a disguise and dating someone, yeah. which I've never tried. But sounds like a, a interesting plot for something. Uh, they made this movie about it. It's called Gone Girl. Was it <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, you're is right. Is it Mrs. Doubtfire? You're right. Yeah. you're right. Mrs. Doubtfire is sort of the gone girl of cross-dressing comedies, Hello. right? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do it. Wow. You know what book scared the crap out of me when I was a kid? What's that? It was called Too Loose, the Chocolate Moose. And it was about a moose who was made of chocolate, and he goes out into the sun, and he melts. And it's horrifying looking. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. that I, I'm sorry. I should have spoiler alerted that one, but... Say the title again. Toulouse, like Toulouse, yeah. France, oh. the chocolate mousse. Wow. It's I, it, dark. It, it, it haunts, it's my, dark it chocolate. haunts my days and my nights. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. It, it looks like, um, oh, like some sort of like a wax wax figure in a wax museum that's uh-huh. melting with just like gobs of like goo coming off of this oh, moose face. It's awful. It really, really traumatized You're me. You're triggering childhood memories in me. I know. I, Wait, like what I, I can't even remember what the takeaway from the story was. It was probably like be good to each other. <laughs> it was wear sunscreen, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. On it chocolate. Was, don't, be, don't be a chocolate moose. Yeah. Uh, did you have one, Matt? Oh, no. I do, I do not oh. have one. But I do have a question. Sure. All right. When you guys move into an apartment complex or a house or something, mm. when you have moved in the past, mm-hmm. do you proactively get the locks changed or do it on your own even if the apartment complex does it for you? 
I, I am not proactive in that way. No, no. And I actually have never really lived in an apartment complex. I owned a house and now I rent a little house and um, I don't know. I, I trust my landlord. He's a nice fellow. I would yeah, not, but uh, see, the thing is, yeah. it doesn't matter if you trust the landlord or not. It's the people working for him. Yeah, it's all, all no, he, the people no, he around. No, he does his – he does all his own work. He's a one He mows show. our lawn. You know, he's I, – mm-hmm. I, good old Hui. Going to give you a shout out. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying Hui is a bad guy. That's his name, yeah. That's his, Hui. That is his name. Hui. I'm just Hui. saying. H-U-I. Yeah. Just saying, man. Hui don't, maybe doesn't know everything that's going on around his world. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It freaks me out. So I, I learned about this new kind of – not new, but it's a, an extra – locking system that you can get that actually goes into the steel. You can get steel around your door and then actually have steel in your door and have a large bar that goes into the steel. So even if someone tries to break your door down, yeah. just kick it in style. Well, I mean, you know, the not way gonna happen. You, I mean, you can always just get bear traps. Oh. Get, yeah. get bear traps, have them on the ground, have them hanging from the ceiling with a trip uh, wire so they drop on the person's head, yeah. okay, and clamping that's a, their yeah. skull. And that's important. Maybe not even a person because according to this statistic I made up earlier, uh, about 30%, 38% of break-ins are due to bears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So not all of them. I don't want to make a stereotype Mm -hmm. uh, and say that all bears are thieves. Some of them, I understand, are, you know, decent. Yeah. But – but yeah, it might be worth bear traps. I read a stat that bears largely uh, are responsible for the majority of picnic basket thefts in the country. Yeah. Oh man. So I've got this new kind of picnic basket. It's got a steel frame around it, and there's this bar yeah. that goes through the basket. Uh, it Matt doesn't. It doesn't shame. make the best sandwiches. <laughs> I'm being completely honest and you serious should, with you guys. You and that. you know what? I don't what? appreciate. <laughs> don't appreciate. <laughs> all this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously though, I mean, like you know, to take it back a notch. I mean, there there is something to be said about like that line between paranoia and safety. Right. Yeah. Sure. Like, and, and I think that's what this story today was largely about. I mean, it was sort of like a supernatural version of that. But I think you know. Stay safe out there, guys. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. don't live in fear. That's that's my, <laughs> that's my advice. Live that, in yeah. cautious optimism. Yeah, that's me. That, I, that's actually my real nickname. How I introduce myself at parties is uh, I'm Noel cautiously optimistic Brown. Nice. Yeah, the cautious optimist sounds. It, it, it has some nice assonance mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's close on this. Uh, are you guys doing anything special for Halloween? Any dark rites? No, I have my 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 daughter's going to be hanging out. I'm going to go to Athens uh, with her where she lives, and we're going to trick or treat with her friends. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I think I'm going to be the Ice King from uh, from Adventure Time <laughs> if I can pull <laughs> nice, it together. Dude. Yeah, I've already got the beard. I just got to get some of that white mm-hmm. spray stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm going to paint my face blue and get a Burger King crown and uh, put on a sheet. I think that should do the trick. Wear Done. some sandals, right? Done. Good Ice King. I haven't, I haven't seen Frozen. It's not Frozen, man. It's Adventure Time. <laughs> I haven't seen Adventure Time either. You monster. I'm sorry. You monster. I know it's it's driving a wedge between our friendship. It's pretty bad, man. I'm usually able to BS my way through context clues and conversations, yeah. but I don't want to lie to you guys. Well, Thanks. Ice King is a megalomaniacal 
king of the ice realm, uh-huh. and he's always getting ragged on by Finn and Jake because he's a little bit, you know, crazy and kind of full of himself, and he's got some pretty incredible powers, but he's also just kind of bananas, so he doesn't really use them for really good or evil. He's just kind of useless, honestly. I mean, Can- I guess he does some evil, but... He does. He, he does kidnap princesses on the reg. Can so I ask? That's uh, the thing he does. Can I ask a question without you getting mad at me? I don't know, man. I can't. I can't speak to that. You know what? That's fair. That's tough, but fair. Um, who's Finn? And Finn is Jamie? the human. Jake guys, guys is this the is dog. not this is not an Adventure Time podcast. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Well, you know what? To... That's a good point, man. <laughs> so, are you doing anything special? Uh, no, I'm, we're going to see family and just mm-hmm. show the baby around, basically. You just can you just can pass it around the room. Yeah. Hold this, yeah. and then run <laughs> yeah. for a little while. But we'll be back. We're right. just gonna. It'll be like the collection plate at church. Just, just like <laughs> yeah. put money in the onesie, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, on that note, maybe enjoy is not the right word for this kind of episode. But we hope you did find it interesting. And as always, we want to thank you for listening. Wish you a happy Halloween and. Uh, Ask a favor. Are you on the internet? Do you want to find out what stories we have that don't make it to the air? If so, you're in luck because you can find us on Facebook and Twitter for free. We are conspiracy stuff on those. And we do a number of other things too. That's right. You can find our website. If you go there, you can find our audio podcasts, our videos, everything you'll find all throughout the internet. That is stuff they don't want you to know. It exists there. Even pictures of Ben and I styling in photographs. And we're going to have to update that. Yep. With Mr. Noel Brown. Oh. Oh, yeah. Are you going to go as the Ice King? Or are you? No, answer that later. Oh, well. I, I just I did want to say one last thing. Um, if anyone is interested in hearing more stories like this, the crew here, in addition to some of our other friends from House to Forks, did a nice little creepypasta kind of uh, Lovecraftian horror story for a local arts festival. And I did recently post it on a SoundCloud. It is uh, – it's kind of – it's a little NSFW. It's got some, got some swears, you know. It's got mm-hmm. some kind of strong uh, – adult themes mm-hmm. but if anyone's interested in that let us know and we'll uh, we'll point you in the right direction yeah yeah we'll we'll have to post it yes and if you'd like to read that we'd love to send it to you if you have ideas for topics we should cover in the future uh we'd love to hear those as well all of our best ideas come from you and if you want to contact us but you think that social media is Maloney for the bites for the voids. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, of course, uh, we of all shows get it. You can email us directly at conspiracy at howstuffworks.com. For more on this topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit youtube.com slash conspiracy stuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at conspiracy stuff. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.